Good morning and welcome. Today is Monday, October 4th. My name is Jeremy. This is my first cup. Tuesday, October 4th. There we go. Good morning to Brian and Nathan and Jenny and Stacy. Stacy says good morning. Oh, Andy and Dennis. Stacy says good morning from the land of Twitch. Oh, and good morning, Zed. Uh, we're moving the needle on Twitch. Uh, the after the post stream summary that came into my email yesterday showed that it's it's moving. It's moving. So uh, we can't give up on it yet. More of you would help move it faster, but. Let's keep going. We'll get there. And then those of you who are in Twitch land, once we cross that threshold, we'll never have to go back if you don't want to. So thank you. Yeah, Stacy could tell my brain was stumbling, uh, reminding, reminding me who she is. I knew it was you. I just couldn't find words because tired. And it says, happy Tuesday, peeps. Driving to work. Good morning, Slider and Frank as well. And all the rest of you, whether you're watching live later or listening, I'd appreciate it. Thanks for coming by. Oh, there's a sneeze in there. Is it coming? <clears throat> I sneezed. It happened. Oh. All right. So how was your Monday? How'd it go? What'd you do? What'd you do? I have to say, yesterday was probably one of the least martial arts days I've ever had. Truly, I don't think I did. I don't even think I kicked anything. It was very unlike me. Not for any particular reason. Reason I was just doing other stuff. It was a good day. Thank you. I should say bless you. Good and Jenny. Thank you, everyone. Um, lots of meetings and clean my house. All the things that I've been doing lately have led to a lot of chaos in and around the house, and then changing over my wardrobe for summer to winter, fall and winter clothes because my closet's not big enough for everything. And so just doing all sorts of stuff like that and woke up this morning and realized how much nicer my house looks and feels. Has that ever happened to you? You, you, you put the time in and you clean and you organize and you realize, oh, I actually do like my house. I do like my apartment, whatever space you live in. This is a much nicer place when it's all put together and organized. It's kind of how I've been feeling this morning and looking at all the plants and all the plants are happy. Well, not all of them. Some of them are quite unhappy after being outside. Also, but they'll they'll deal. They'll get used to it. So it's Tuesday. Uh, it is not a recording day, but there's an interesting project that I've hinted at, and there's a small recording happening at the end of the day related to that. So looking forward to that. But other than that, I'm catching up on work. 
there are piles of things, piles of email, piles of just piles, digital piles to go through. I went through all the physical piles. Now we move to the virtual ones, plow through those. I probably owe a bunch of you emails somewhere in there. Um, I made a conscious decision yesterday. I'm still going to respond to most emails as I have been. It was about a year ago when I said I can't respond to every email. And so I, I stopped holding myself to that standard. That line is probably going to, I'm probably going to take another step down on the number of emails that I respond to. Uh, that would not affect any of you. But I'm just, I've been sitting with that and realizing I get so much email, so much of it from people that it's unsolicited. They're not part of our community. They want to sell something. They, they want something. I don't have time to engage with everyone. So that's where I'm at. So Jenny says Lilith, she and Lilith declared a pajama day yesterday. It was cold and dreary, so we colored and danced and baked and watched movies all day. That sounds like a wonderful day. Where was my invite? Frank went to the Hard Rock Casino last night. How was that? Kelly's posing the question, does anyone else find themselves needing to do major house cleaning prior to a vacation? Not major. The two big things that I'll do are making sure the dishes are clean and the sheets are clean. Because when I get back, I just want to get into my bed. I want, I want my bed nice and clean. I can go to sleep. But Kelly's not alone. Jenny says that she does that too. I want it to be clean when I get back home. <laughs> Jenny says, maybe your e maybe your invite was buried in your email. It's quite possible. And Stacy is along for the ride, the third one there. How many of you clean your house before you go away? That's an interesting question. Uh, something I realized on the calendar, it's a ways away. Next Friday, I will be traveling during first cup. I'll be flying to Atlanta. So no first cup, at least with me. If you guys can do your text thing, that's, that's cool. Maybe I'll be able to catch some of it on the plane, depending on when we actually take off. So there you go. Um, yeah, that's, that's the, the long and the short of yesterday and today. There's nothing terribly exciting to talk about, but yeah, I'm, I'm racking my brain to think if there's anything I can pull out of what I'm doing today that any of you might find interesting, and I don't, don't think there is. There will be, there should be an email going out for Whistlekick purposes talking about Matic, the teacher training, uh, all the free training days, the fall apparel line. There's a bunch of stuff. I haven't done an email in a few weeks, so it's time to do one of those. Watch for that. Stacy's comparing it kind of like cleaning up prior to a kind of like cleaning prior to a cleaner arriving. I think my house cleaner is coming tomorrow and she's going to get here and go, why am I even here? <laughs> Looks great. There's plenty of vacuuming and mopping and dusting and the bathroom. 
to do. Dennis says, we always clean thoroughly before going away so that we can come back to a nice clean house and just relax. Oh, and uh, Stacy's asking if the email is going to have stuff on awards. Are they live? Is like, have we officially pushed voting out? I made the page live, but um, Stacy, if, if, if we're ready to start promoting that, can you leave me a message uh, on Facebook as a reminder, please? Thank you. Slider's got a question here. White versus black uniforms. Mm, here's a great question. We can talk about that. Let's talk about that for a few minutes. So I used to be pretty traditional in this. I was raised, you know, in, I was raised in a school where you had to wear only white until you were a brown belt. And that would have been somewhere around three, four years in. And then you were allowed to wear a black uniform or mix it or anything. And when I started getting ready for a black belt, my black belt test, my mother was asking me, what do you, what do you want for your black belt? Like, I, I want to, I want to celebrate this with you for you. What do you want? And I kept joking. I want a blue uniform. I grew up in karate. So we called it a gi. I, I want a blue gi. And to me, that was a joke. Never imagined in a million years that would happen. My mother got permission. I don't know why. And that started changing things for me. I started to see less importance. And as I traveled around and trained in different schools, started to see less importance in what was worn. Now there is one fact around this that I think is really important. And I actually do feel pretty strongly about this. In a lot of martial arts schools, it is still mandatory for people to wear all white. I can't be subtle, but I'll be as subtle as I can on this. That rule is generally implemented and held only by men. So here's the follow-up. Yep, Stacy's saying it. As a woman, black pants are a lovely option. Yep. So here's the deal. There are times when the ability to wear a black uniform or black pants would be greatly appreciated by half of our population. I am embarrassed to say I had never considered this. It was something I had not thought of until, well, Somebody told me. I, I didn't think of it. Someone told me about this maybe 10 years ago, if that long. And it was so eye-opening. You know, we, we use some broad terms in society about, you know, inherent sexism or things like that. And I'm not going to share other terms. That, that rule is inherently sexist for that reason. And it is why... Anything I ever teach, if I ever have a school again, if I ever get say over what people wear, I'm not going to worry about it. It doesn't really matter. 
anything that anything that creates a barrier to people training, I don't find to be something that should be done. There you go. There, if if you're looking to create stratification among rank, there are still ways you can do it. I don't think forcing someone to wear a color, a, a, a pair of pants that makes them fill in the word here is a good way to do it. All right, coming back through. Frank says at the Hard Rock, they had Elvis Presley's karate gi on display. Well, that's cool. And Dennis says, black uniforms all day, every day. Cider says, I've only ever worn white. I have dojo owner friends telling me I should also carry black, but I don't know. It depends. I, I have to say, I think that selling uniforms to students gives you an opportunity to make a little bit of money. It's something that they like. One of the things that I think is really critical in martial arts is we don't give people a lot of opportunity to individualize. Just the very nature of what we do kind of forces this, this um, standardization. But if you give people the opportunity to individualize at least a little bit, you will likely see better retention. Good morning, Mark. Jenny says, our school, all white uniform for under black belt, unless you enroll in the black belt training program or the leadership training program, then you can wear black pants with your white top. You bet your sweet self I signed up so I could get black pants. And it's great that that's an option. I'm not okay that that's a paid option. I'm not okay that you have to pay more to wear black pants for the reason I just gave. If somehow that was not the case, wouldn't bother me. Kelly says, uh, come on, show. Kelly says, when I trained, we were very traditional. All white uniform, no t-shirts, or even rolled up sleeves. My school, I allow our t-shirts and all color belts wear white pants. However, I never question women wearing something else. I gift my students black pants when they get black belt. I, however, get to wear whatever I want. Benefits of, benefits of being the boss. Yeah. And Jenny says, note, until you earn black belt, you still need to wear your all-white uniform for official association events such as tournaments and testing, even if you are enrolled in those programs. Uh, Stacy says, the blue uniforms recognize leadership in our school. And Tommy says, whatever is clean at the moment. And Dennis says, despite his affinity for black uniforms, in my dojo, we wore t-shirts and shorts, never uniforms. How about that? I don't think there's a right and a wrong. And I just, I have brought the subject to friends who own schools who only permit white uniforms 
and I won't call them friends. It's dismissed. It's there. There are a few things that I get strongly opinionated on. This is one of them. Because what's my mission? My mission is to get people training and keep them training. And any barrier to them training is unacceptable to me. Oh, but Jeremy, them having to pay money is a barrier. Mm, not really. It's value. It's value exchange. There's a way around that. There's no way around the pants. If your school's on a on the fourth floor, and you don't have an elevator, there's no way around walking up those stairs. If you're in a wheelchair, right? Just stuff like that. Kelly says, for my black belts, I let them personalize their embroidered belts. They choose the fonts and how their names are displayed. Great. See, little things like that go a very long way. And one of the things I found is that the schools that are hyper rigid on some of these elements of individualization, they tend to have smaller programs. I'm not going to, I'm not going to disclose how many students Kelly has, but I'll, I'll, I'll be blunt. Most martial arts school owners would love to have her student count. Full stop. Benjamin says, you have to earn rank before you can wear black at my school. You can go in shorts and a tee, but if you have a, uni a uniform, rules apply. Mark says black shirt and black pants. Shiboshi says, I think it depends on style and the rules set forth by the Grandmaster. It, it does depend on that. It should not depend on that. I, and, and here, here's, here's why. Show me a female Grandmaster setting forth those rules. Not going to happen. I don't see it happening. Something to consider. For, for some of the guys out there, this might be something coming out of left field. You may never have considered this. And I all I want is for you to do so. Jenny says, the ladies in our association will wear the all-white uniforms when required, but you best expect to see the bicycle shorts they are wearing underneath showing through the thin white fabric. And Dennis mentioned, you know, shorts and a t-shirt. Stacy responded, you know, she doesn't like to wear shorts. And so here, here's, Dennis says, we didn't have a uniform, so pants work too. Parameters don't have to be, this is the one thing that you do. Parameters can be, here is what's important. It could be, whatever you wear has to be from this approved list. Or it could be, whatever you wear is has to be something you buy from us or it could be whatever you wear has to have our logo on it hey none of these clothes because ultimately a uniform is clothing right 
none of this clothing that you sell fits me particularly well. I'm uncomfortable wearing it. It stresses me out to put it on. Can I do something of my own? And can I get a patch? Or can we send it out to be silk screened with the next batch, something like that? My mother made my first uniform. I started training in 1983. There were no size triple zeros then. She bought the smallest size she could and tore it down and made a pattern and built it for me. It's somewhere at, uh, at the house in Maine. Was I supposed to not train because I couldn't buy the official uniform from the instructor and wear that? And let's face it, anybody with kids, any school that trains outside from time to time, just let people wear black. More people are comfortable wearing black. It shows less dirt, less staining. It looks nicer. It takes so much work to maintain a white uniform. I, Shiboshi, I'm not, I'm not arguing this. I'm saying it shouldn't be this. It says, if Grandmaster steps down and relinquishes position to a female, then she can set any rule she wants until then the rules are there to be followed. And, and, and I'm saying that this is, this is, this should not be a rule. This rule is a hindrance to our, our industry. This rule is a hindrance to a large portion of people. And I'm not okay with it. So there you go. Um, All right. Uh, and the last thing that we're going to move on, Frank gave us some stuff to talk about. Let's see where that takes us. Uh, Jenny says, fun question for those who have ordered uniforms for students. It is my understanding that uniforms are sold as a white top and white pants as a set. You have to order the full white uniform and add on black pants if you want the black pants. Is there an option to buy the white top and black pants as a set instead of spending extra money? Uh, it depends on the caliber, the quality of the uniform. Lower end uniforms, I only ever see packaged as sets. If you move up to like middle of the road, you can get separates, but you're going to spend as much, if not more money than if you're going on the low end, just because of because how that works. Right? Uh, one of the things when, when we did our runs of uniforms, which I will call test runs because we do not decide. I found another one in a closet. You know, there are bits and pieces still here, but we don't really sell uniforms anymore. Not to say we won't in the future. Um, that was one of the major requests was to sell separates because you'd have somebody that needed, you know, a size four pant and size five top or vice versa, whatever, right? Or black and white. And we just weren't prepared for that. One of the biggest challenges we have with gear is trying to have enough of a mixture that people of different shapes and sizes can get what they need. And the conversation is going to continue in the chat. 
So Frank gave us something. Let's see what it is. And just there, there's some, some um, somewhere between constructive and critical comments that have come through. Here's the deal. I'm not saying anything has to be a certain way. I will always default back to, does this create a barrier for people? And, and I saw somebody said something about um, building unity. If you don't think that that is important to me, you don't know what we do. Uniforms are not the only way to build unity. And in fact, they are probably the worst way to build unity in a school. Um, so if somebody wants to talk more about that another day, uh, email, email me the topic, jeremyatwhistlekick.com. You can always throw questions for us to tackle on first come. All right. So today is the Chongyong Festival, the Double Nine Festival. It's a traditional Chinese holiday celebrated on the ninth day of the ninth lunar month. It is observed as a public holiday in Hong Kong and Macau and widely celebrated mainly in China and Taiwan. The festival is directly related to the philosophical concept of yin and yang. Two interconnected aspects that symbolize dark and light. Night and day, the moon and the sun, femininity and masculinity, earth and sky, water and fire accordingly. According to Chinese tradition, nine is a yang number. The double nine, i.e. the ninth day of the ninth month in the Chinese calendar, has too much yang, which is potentially dangerous. Hence, it is customary to perform special rituals that help avoid danger. One can climb a mountain, drink chrysanthemum wine or tea, or wear cornelian cherry. Cornelian cherry and chrysanthemum are believed to have cleansing and protecting qualities. In China and Hong Kong, many people visit ancestral graves to pay their respects to the deceased. They clean the grave, leave food offerings, and burn incense sticks. In Taiwan, the Double Ninth Festival is also known as Senior Citizens Day. In this day, citizens of Taiwan demonstrate their care for and appreciation of the elderly. See a little bit of education there for you as we go through. Maybe, maybe some of you care to celebrate that. Go deeper. Read more. Stacy's encouraging us to make this a Thursday episode. Um, yeah, send, send somebody send an email, and, and Andrew and I will go deeper on this. Um, we're probably not going to do it solo, though. The idea of tackling a topic that is of greater concern to women, discussed by two men, probably not somewhere that I'm comfortable going. So we can we can tackle that. Mm. Kelly says, your ribbed uniforms are amazing, though. We, we did some great, thank you, Kelly. Um, we did some Taekwondo uniforms that I thought were going to be a great seller. We took a, a, a standard, not basement level, but lower end Taekwondo style uniform, you know, pull over top. And I got a factory to put four-way stretch in the gusset, the crotch of the pants, because that's the place that it rips. Every time I see those uniforms fall apart, it's always the pants and it's always there because they tend to be bigger and baggier. And so they set low and it's just too much stress on the seam. And 
Nobody wanted them. Everybody I gave them to was like, these are great. We just don't have, we have a hard enough time with the reach that we have getting people to buy gear. You know, there are other things is why the company is kind of pivoted a little bit, but I would love to do more stuff like that. We have the suppliers, the factories, we have the designs. I've done all this work, but in order for us to sell these things at anything, even breaking even at this point, we have to price things higher than maybe not so much others as it used to be. Um, but you know, prices on our gear just went up. I was just talking with the factory over the last couple of days about doing the next order. We have plenty right now. It goes in goes in waves. So. Okay. Well, takes us through to the end. I want to thank you all for coming by. Remember, First Cups, the only martial arts morning show. Live at 6.30 a.m. U.S. Eastern Time. I appreciate you all being here. And if you want to support us, we've got a Patreon where we do extra bonus more stuff ranging from stickers and knowing upcoming episodes and other behind-the-scenes info up to the School Owners Mastermind, which we have another meeting of that uh, next Thursday. It's the, the second Thursday of the month, I believe, is what we're doing right now. We're always looking to add new people to that, new value to that. If you're a school owner, consider jumping in on that because there's no better deal than that program. I tell you what, it's great. Uh, and of course, you can use the code FIRSTCUP15 at whistlekick.com on anything, sparring gear or uh, apparel, hat, shirts, you name it. And if you want the full list, we've got family page whistlecake.com slash family you gotta type it in all right more comments you guys are talking this morning shibashi says it so i don't have to hope everyone has a great day take care i'll see you tomorrow peace